one episode every month and a half should should be good, right? That should keep uh keep a <laughs> listener engagement, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god, but uh yeah, I I I'm I'm in this place where I'm, I I I don't know about this specific show. I don't know how we can grow after 59 episodes of uh of uh nothing but uh <laughs> just dig around yeah i think this is all this is now and it's fine it's fine for the soundcloud uh uh thing of uh 14.99 a month <laughs> we're on we're on uh itunes now uh, the feed is connected to itunes so uh oh, yeah nice. yeah uh check us out on itunes guys uh, especially not a genius on your iTunes, and I should, uh, I, and I'm gonna try to get a um, uh, Stitcher, uh, get get back through Stitcher sometime soon. Uh, but anyway, welcome to the especially not a genius podcast number fifty nine, fifty nine. <laughs> Noise. That's how that works, right? That's how the kids. <laughs> uh, you I'm Josh Pfizer. Uh, with me is Crawley. How you doing, Crawley? I'm doing pretty good over yourself. But anyway, yeah, it's it's fucking dreary out today, which is uh weird which is better than it good being like balls podcast. hot. Yeah, good day to podcast. Yeah. Good good day to stay indoors because that's not something I would have been doing already. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um Oh god, it, like this is like I, I, we need to get back on a regular schedule because there was a lot of things that passed in the past. God, here's the thing: like I was yeah, worried there was about... like 50 subjects we wanted to talk about. Yeah, there's this is, this is one of those things where um, I was worried that there wouldn't be anything to talk about uh, when I started this show back up, and fuck, yeah, we're living in the age of Trump. There's always something to yeah. talk about now. So yeah, and also like social media has is just like you know more prevalent than ever for getting somebody to, to to getting somebody's foot stuck in their mouth and that leads to our first story Roseanne did the thing that everybody expected Roseanne to do <laughs> she she said a stupid racist thing and the Navy C said, "Oh shit, we forgot you're racist. We gotta get rid of you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, that's right. You're a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, like, and this is the thing about the. the okay, so I guess it, if Wanda Sykes just quit, right? <laughs> she didn't. Yeah. She didn't have any commentary, like racial commentary. And you're just Nothing like, I'm really not deep. Back for She's just like. Yeah, exactly. She's like, like I'm done. <laughs> her actually, she didn't even like. I don't comment need to explain why. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even like comment on it. She just like tweeted like, "Yeah, I'm not coming back to this fucking show." Uh, <laughs> I and I think Whitney Cummings, who was also a writer uh, for the show or producer, she was a co-show runner apparently. Yeah, and she was doing it for a while. And I, I don't know. I think she she quit earlier than this. Like I think before this. I don't. I don't think oh, they have an, Yeah, I don't think they have an exact reason why. But my my I like. There's some things I hear like in the writers' room. They actually they really had to refuse ideas from Roseanne. Uh, which it, 
<laughs> oh, I didn't read any of that, but yeah, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, and okay, so so unless you've been uh, not uh, tuned into social media or pop culture, which means you're probably living a happy life. C- congratulations. <laughs> Why are you listening to, are listening to this right now? Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm just I, I, I just. I like to think like somebody randomly found this. Is like, oh, I'll give this a try. It's like, what did Roseanne say? Yeah. And it's some sophisticated professor or some yeah. shit. <laughs> he has to get his daily DNAC in. Well, I mean, it's just like, you know, oh, I'm going to listen to this podcast by two dipshit 30 somethings in Iowa. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who who really don't talk about anything of substance on the show. Uh, but uh, what happened was um, late last, I think Friday, uh, um, uh, um, Roseanne tweeted about a former uh, Obama aide, and I'm gonna, I, I should have had this. It would have been, it would have been on Monday, because she tried using the excuse that she was drunk from Memorial Day. She was drunk and then on... You know, yeah, that's probably it. Well, I think the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Oh, God, I'm just, I just put in Roseanne, and, like, the first headline that comes up from CNN five hours ago is, from, uh, from calling bad sex, from calling rape bad sex to Roseanne's vitriol, this was the, oh, no, this was just a follow-up, but who fucking said okay uh i'm just trying to okay uh from you just CNN. found a whole nother subject for us to talk about yeah i know i, I uh like i know i'm curious about the rape thing yeah well i'm sure it's some dipshit guy who me too movement has gone too far yeah they're yeah. actually holding dudes accountable for being shitty <laughs> First Harvey Weinstein, and now this. And by the way, I listened to a great podcast uh, called "Behind the Bastards," uh, where um, journal where um, uh, journalist Robert Evans uh, recap recaps to like a L- uh, L.A. comedians uh, the weird things behind uh, uh, the most horrible people in history, like dictators and stuff. And he tr- and he tried to do that with Weinstein, but just like. Weinstein was boring, for the most part. Yeah. Aside from you know the, the sex rooms, yeah. but yeah. Uh, he did a great breakdown of everybody who enabled him throughout the years. Uh, I can't find the original. I probably can't find the original tweets. God, I'm just. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, with uh. See, this is why we're not Roseanne's original t- tweet. Yeah, original tweet, and I, I'm trying to figure out. I, I'm trying to. See, this is why we're not in the top ten as iTunes. <laughs> Actually, no, it's bigotry yeah, and white men. I, I found I found an image of it. She said, "Muslim bro- Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ, which stands for uh, what was her name? Valerie Jarrett. I think it was Valerie Valerie James, I believe, and she was a former uh, Obama staffer, and yeah, and uh, black. <laughs> so when you call a black person an ape. That kind of holds a lot <laughs> have of you historical relevance. Have you heard some of the stupid fucking excuses from trying to defend Roseanne, too? I've like, heard of, well, I Valerie heard... doesn't even... <laughs> she well, doesn't saw... even look black. Like, that's relevant yeah. somehow. Like, yeah, and, and but the thing is, like, she she looks black enough. I think that, that seeing a picture, she looks black enough. I saw a guy put a... Well, not just that, but who the fuck would, in, like... How, wh- who insults a white person by comparing them to an yeah. ape? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And she and thing is like on first sight she doesn't. And here's the thing. Uh some I saw somebody put up a picture of Valerie James and uh Helen Bottom Carter. A character from Planet of the Not not just Planet of the Apes. Tim Burton's remake of Ta- Planet of the Apes. Because when we think of Planet of the Apes nowadays, we don't think of the original. We don't think of the incredibly popular uh, trilogy that, that just wrapped up. Them, yeah. yeah, we don't think of, you know, the Andy Serkis movies. Uh, we think of Tim Burton, bo- ho- like, box office bomb, Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, that's a huge stretch. And, and, okay, so this all led to the same day her show getting canceled. Yeah, ABC did that like three hours later. They were fucking on it. I, I have a feeling that they've always felt like this this was going to happen. That's why it happened so fast. <laughs> that, uh, they, uh, that already and everything. Yeah, they they had a why, button. Why would they? For, why they did they bu- uh, pick up the show in the first I, place? Well, I I think the initial reason was reboot fever. Then they got the idea of making it a a Trump era show. Like they made like they wanted to court, uh the people who voted for Trump because they f- they feel alienated. Because there aren't enough family sitcoms towards that represents made, them. Represents them, I guess. Even though, like, I, I don't know. Is, but well, I, I, I understand the criticism. There doesn't seem to be a lot of middle class families on uh, uh, primetime television. Sure. Although there are a few, just not ones that, just not ones that um, people who vote for Trump will like. I mean, I've I've seen like people say Bob's Burgers is about a middle class family, uh, and about it's just a great. Show. Have you watched that show? Oh yeah, I watched Bob's Burgers yeah. quite a bit actually. I I love yeah. that show. Yeah, it's a great show, and it, it I it I think it really does uh, get into like the the working class uh, family. And uh, on Netflix, there's a uh, uh, the remake of One Day at a Time. I believe that's. No, no, no. I haven't heard of uh, that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's um on Netflix. They they remade it. I I, I just I want to make sure that that that's yeah um yeah one day at a time. Uh, it's on Netflix, and I feel like uh the and I don't want to stereotype, but I don't. I think the 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 typical Trumpers wouldn't like it. Because it's about a Cuban family uh, in Los Angeles. The mother is a veteran and a nurse. And the daughter is a lesbian. And I don't think that that's the the kind of middle class family they want to see. Wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think there's potential there for a middle class family sitcom. But you had to have known this was going to implode with Roseanne. With Roseanne. And, 
I mean, the, I mean, they're bringing back uh, Tim Allen's sitcom to after after the the huge uh, cancellations of several shows on Fox, which which led to Brooklyn Nine Nine being picked up by NBC, thankfully because it's one of the best shows on television right now. Uh, Fox picked up uh, Tim Allen's Last Man Standing. Which was a mediocre show at best. It did typical... It, it did well. But it didn't do well enough for Tim Allen to demand the pay raise he wanted. Is that why it was like going in the first place then? Yeah, that was pretty much it. It was... It was uh, and, and like conservatives had a big... Uh, were really upset about it when it got cancelled because it was about a... Uh, manly man, Republican, Tim Allen. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Every time a conservative, a more conservative show is canceled, it's a liberal yeah. elite conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. And really, is it like it was on the air for six seasons? That's the fucking yeah. thing. Is it's like you're you're acting like you know? Oh, they couldn't handle this beat on the air for six fucking seasons. <laughs> yeah, six seasons is probably like the average for shows. That's a, that's a lot that most shows get. Like, that's, that's the fucked up thing, is, like, you don't take that as a win. Like, they're in syndication. After, after like, 100 episodes, you're in syndication. So you can watch all the same ep episodes over and over again, because I doubt that. And I'm, I'm not going to be, like, uh, knowing about the show. I never really watch a show. But I'm guessing it's the kind of the same fucking thing over and over again. And, uh, yeah, t it's coming back. Uh, and it's not even like, he's not even a working class guy in the show. He owns a, like a huge store and he does well for himself. Like, ah, uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. I think that that's, that's the frustration. Well, nowadays like, that's working class too, apparently. Like Trump is working class for some stupid fucking reason. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, and I don't want to get on a big di diatribe about Trump voters. I don't, I don't have any initial bad will against people who voted for Trump. I don't want to get in on a fucking soapbox right now, but there's not a fucking conspiracy against uh, right wingers, and I, I, like it's gonna sell, and when it sells, it's going to, uh, um, it's going to be on the air, and it seems to be doing that. Like Roseanne, if she hadn't opened her big fucking mouth again, would have been on to another season, but. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, the the executives at NBC had to have a fucking button by their bed, just like, and like an alert on their phone for every time Roseanne tweets and just like, ah, fuck, we can't come back for this. Okay, canceled. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, but, but. Uh, I, I didn't uh, think of that. I think you're 100% right, though. I think they had that all set up in case she did mm -hmm. that shit. They must have had talks with her, too. Like, you need to yeah. calm the fuck down on your yeah. shit if we're um, going to do this for you. I think even while the show was on, she was on some conspiracy theory. Um, have you heard of QAnon? I th I think I might have seen something. I know she was posting other shit uh, recently yeah. other than yeah. the Planet uh, Apes thing. Yeah, QAnon is a, was a, I, I don't know the exact status, Twitter account. That claimed to be a, a former CIA or shit uh, person, and just kind of kept uh, tweeting these 
batshit conspiracies like uh, Obama, like uh, Trump getting elected. Like, first off, Trump is trying is secretly built uh, became president so he can find out the secrets of Hillary and Obama and put them away forever. Uh, and, uh, like, he's actually, like, trying to stop a pedophile rings by being president. <laughs> you know, the, you know, the guy who, uh, uh, was gonna go on trial for raping a 13-year-old girl, uh, yeah. back in the 80s. <laughs> was that, well, not just that, wasn't he connected with some guy that was running, like, sex parties yeah. on the airplane? I think, and fucking Bill Clinton is too. Like that guy yeah. is connected to. Is fucked up. Yeah, um, there's a lot of people connected to that. Yeah, but um, but he was going to be uh put on trial for the rape of then I think this was back in the eighties. Then thirteen year old girl. Uh, and but before the trial, uh, the woman kind of got a lot of death threats and decided it wasn't worth it. Uh, you know, so that's fucked. Holy shit! So, yeah, it's it's fucked up. When when people say like, "Well, who's been?" Show me the accusers of Donald, uh, accused Donald Trump of sexual assault. There's a fucking line, dude. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, I'm again. I'm not trying to get on this soapbox because there's actually some good news. Oh, wait, uh, with uh, uh, Roseanne, I guess. Uh, from the deadline article. Uh, that came out yesterday. Roseanne follow up without Roseanne. Bar inches forward, hurdles remain. And basically, it's it's saying that uh they're gonna try to go ahead and ma- and do a spinoff with Sir Gilbert, who uh played Darlene on the show. And fuck, that's what I would have wanted to see in the first place. I might have actually watched the fucking show because I've told you like um I just. It wa- it wasn't really the politics I watched Roseanne for. It was the fact that it was another uh, reel with the original cast and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, the is I don't know. It felt more like a reboot, anyways. It centered around her character more, anyways. Like Roseanne just kind of seemed like a side comedic character. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, most of it had to do with Darlene and her kids, like her gay son, and... Well, I don't even think he's gay, he's just a if they established he's gay or not. I think... I, I think from what, from what I hear, you're the one that actually watched the show. Uh, I think he's supposed to be like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm gonna be like, well, let me tell you what I think about the thing, I have no idea. But from what I understand, he's supposed to be more uh, non-binary, otherwise. Uh, yeah, they haven't really made it fully clear. Now, honestly, I haven't watched all the episodes. I watched like three or four, maybe. And I bet that was uh, another thing. Like they fight Roseanne because uh, she's a uh, she's a uh, outspoken transphobe. So that's uh uh, but yeah, yeah I, I think it <laughs> yeah yeah I'm so sorry, yeah that's no but um yeah and and also the fucked up th- is does isn't isn't one of uh, the kids like uh, half black. In the show, yeah, yeah, uh, DJ's kid is, yeah, DJ DJ's the, uh, he's son. the son, okay, yeah, he's the one, he's the one that I'm like, I- I've seen pictures, and I'm just like, uh, I he doesn't look bad, but it's just like it's, you know what it is, he's one of those child actors who I cannot see as a child actor, like his face still <laughs> looks like he's fucking child, 
And not in like a good yeah. way where it's just like he looks younger. It's just like like you're four. He's like fucking what? Probably our age. Probably a little older. Probably like your age. Yeah, it's they mid- they mid- made 30s. him a grizzled war vet in that too. <laughs> it's like I can't take him. As... <laughs> and I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be like. like I remember laughing. him being the, like the goofy kid that they fucking teased the shit out of, and now he's just yeah. like this grizzled war vet, and his yeah. wife died and shit. Oh god. <laughs> See, and this is the thing. Like these are they more... turned DJ into the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds much, uh, much more um, interesting than a, a Roseanne reboot, like an actual Roseanne reboot. That sounds like something I would actually watch. Well, there is one scene that was like when uh, when they kind of dove a little bit more into Darlene's son, and uh, there was a there was a great scene between her and John Goodman where uh, basically John Goodman is trying to get the kid not to dress like that going to. School go dress like that and shit. Mm-hmm. And of course, Darling goes to, oh, you're homophobic and you give thanks the whole rant. And the, the, it's just, it's a great scene because then he goes on this rant about how he's more scared for the kid and shit. So it's kind of, yeah. like, it yeah. dives more into his perspective. It's like, it's not because I'm against him dressing that way. I'm fucking worried about him because when I was a kid, if you dress like that, you got the fucking shit kicked out of you. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 well, here's the thing. If the whole thing, Roseanne wasn't in it. Because and here's the thing, I'm kind of just like I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm I'm being too hard on Roseanne herself, like on the show. But I feel like, especially if you have what eight seasons of the whole show being focused on her. Yeah, yeah. You could you could do this show without like fucked up thing they could do if they want to do a second season is uh, just have her OD on opioids. <laughs> <laughs> like I know, this fucked that, up. He's so fucked up, but it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> but also like not take it seriously, like not be even, the, not be in this. Kind of like but... what they did to Charlie Sheen on Two <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, that's fucked up. Uh, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in seeing the show uh, if they ever uh, if it if it goes here, uh, because yeah, there there is that. Um, uh, I mean, well, I mean, th- there. I also saw a headline that uh, Roseanne reboot had a record opening and a, a, a record in the other way uh, season finale. Like, it, apparently, the ratings had dropped so much. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I can see that though, because I stopped yeah. watching after the first few episodes. It wasn't a terrible show. I just kind of got burned out on a little bit. Yeah. Even that though what it was like, was it like eight episodes? I think so. Yeah, it wasn't very long at all. Yeah, that's that's something that, and I don't know if this what's going on on the Netflix shows because they just released uh, last week Arrested Development and um, Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, and Arrested Development was only like eight episodes. I I can see, and also like I'm fucking fine with because I'm sorry. Arrested Development isn't as good as it fucking used to be. 
Yeah, I haven't like, watched the fifth in... season, but... I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, 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 you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I thought I just got way too with the fourth season. Like, it wasn't terrible, but it didn't have that yeah. silliness that the first three did. Yeah, and also, like, it's so convoluted now. Uh, so much so that, like, they had to take their initial way of editing the show, uh, which was, in the fourth season, they just gave everybody individual episodes throughout it. And everyone just like, wait, what the fuck is going on now? What's going on? What's happening here? What's happening? You know? So they uh, re-edited it. They remixed it. So that it followed the typical format of just switching between characters. And even then, it was confusing. And, and... Yeah, I I tried to watch the remix, and like the first three, I agree, I think it was still messy. Like, it was still all over the place. I didn't really know what the fuck was going on. I mean, Brown has to come in every once in a while with uh, ex- with uh, uh, recap, even in the middle of the show, to explain it, and it goes on for a while. Like, it's... it's yeah, it's there's messy. a lot of explaining. Did you see the fifth season? I don't know. Maybe it's an episode I just from did. the fourth season. Oh, did you, like, I think it's the first episode, like, uh, it shot me off right away, because there's a lot of fucking explaining no, in the yeah. first episode. The first five minutes is a recap of everything, and I think also trying to, um, uh, kind of, uh, uh what's that comic book phrase, uh, uh, retcon some things that happened in the, in the fourth season. And, um, yeah, I, I would like to, because our, uh, our friend Josh Bash loves the show, and I want to, I would like to get his opinion on, you know, this last season, but, um. Yeah, because, yeah, he's a huge Arrested Development yeah. guru. Because I, like, even talking to him at the fourth season, uh, he was still into it. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to get his, I would get, I would be interested to get his take on it. But yeah, for me, it, it was just. Uh, yeah, it was just uh too convoluted, and I don't. And and also, Kimmy Schmidt was six episodes. That show's still funny, but it was only six episodes. I don't know if they do a half season sort of thing, because they did it before with a few of their shows. And I, I hope that's what they're doing. But you know, uh, whatever. Uh, want to move on to, um, another show with, uh, I got to segue into this because, um, yeah. Uh, Somebody else who made a controversial statement. Yes. Yes. That has a TV show. <laughs> yeah. That has a TV show. And, uh, okay. So, um, what happened was. Uh, Samantha Bee, she has a show on TBS, uh, former, uh, Daily Show correspondent, uh, has had this show for, like, what, three, four years now? The one on Something TBS? Something like that, yeah, it's so, yeah, it's somewhat newish, I think. I think it's fairly pop, I think it's been around as, about as long as John Oliver's show. Like, uh, of the people who have, uh, um, political, uh, uh former Daily Show co- correspondents that have talk shows. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, she, it's her, uh, Jordan Klepper, uh, John Oliver, and of course, um, Trevor Noah is on. Oh, and, and, um, Michelle Wolf 
I saw that one uh, that just aired on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. Is that one pretty good? Yeah, it's good, and it's it's not. It doesn't talk specifically about um, current affairs politics. Well, I think it does a little bit, but it just. I think she's trying to just make jokes about stuff more or less. So, uh, it's real. It's it's very good. Um, you should you should. Ch- it's a it's one of those Netflix things that they sh- they they put out an, an one episode every week, which I think they do with their more talk show things. They did the same thing with uh, Chelsea Handler's talk show. And they did the same thing with uh, Joe McHale's, the Joe McHale show, which is just a reboot of The Soup. So if you like The Soup, which I did, uh, fucking, yeah, go ahead and watch that. Um, but, um, so Samantha Bee was, was doing a story about a picture Ivanka Trump uh, put out. The day after the story about, by the way, uh, quote unquote losing uh the the immigrant children the 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 children t- taken away by immigrants i again i'm not fucking well, here's the thing don't come to us about news and facts <laughs> and uh, uh uh like we're we're just like i think we're just going into the sensational shit to make jokes but um yeah she she made a uh she, she put out Ivanka Trump put a picture of her and her uh, son, her her baby son, a day after all this stuff came out about the um, the immigrant children being lost. Which, by the way, uh, you, uh, do some more. Re- you should probably do your own research on this. Uh, there's a lawyer on Twitter that broke down. They're not really law because everyone's afraid. Oh my God, they're being trafficked and all that. Um, the the agency that was supposed to handle them just didn't keep track of them. They don't have the records, and they're 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 supposedly with the family that they were put with, uh. But they just don't have records on. Which is, if you uh, are pro immigrants and don't uh, and anti ICE, is a good thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, because that was a huge contra- That was a huge concern. So I didn't even know that until you just said it. So yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, no, um, that, that's good to know. Then that's a huge yeah. comfort. Yeah, yeah. Um, still, uh, everything that's going on with ICE yeah. is fucked up. <laughs> uh, but again, I'm not trying to. Anyway, um, Samantha. So Samantha B went on a rant, and I'm gonna. Tr- yeah, and and said uh and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna find the because i tried to put um uh mantha be ivanka i'm gonna try to find the youtube because i tried to do it on my desktop and okay it's from the cbs uh early show story about it separating some migrant children from their parents. Let me just say, one mother to another, do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless They <laughs> see so you, you hear her her being bleeped out. Did you get that? Yeah, yep, I okay. got it. I heard it. Okay. Heard yeah, it and you, you uh you, you could hear the word being bleeped out and the word was now as a man I can't say this word in full. Or, or I'm just like one of the typical white male guilt SJW. Do, do you want? Do you want me to? Bite I the think bullet? I feel I'll like I feel like you're more comfortable saying it. What? 
She called her a cunt. <laughs> oh, she called her a feckless. Da, da, da. A feckless cunt. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I actually had to look up the definition of feckless uh, because uh, <laughs> I'm an incredibly. Uh, I don't know what it means it, either. I just don't know why I thought that was funny. It's, it's a good word. It's it, the. Uh, I know what cunt means, but I need to know what feckless <laughs> means too. <laughs> and you probably get the whole context. <laughs> yeah. um, need to uh, fully understand this. <laughs> uh, I, like first, uh, by the way, I just googled feckless, and above and below, right below the de- they put the definition down is just stories about the Sam- Samantha B stuff. Uh, <laughs> there's no 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 new news in feckless. Well, on the bright uh, side, Samantha B taught everybody a new word. Yeah, she's uh, <laughs> just add the c word uh, after uh, she's she'll be a she'll be a walking uh, word of the day calendar. Um, feckless uh, adjective lacking initiative or strength of character, irresponsible. And yeah, I think that's that's uh, pretty. That's probably pretty- more uh, accurate than the cunt thing. Well, I don't know about that, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, now there's, there's like, and, and, and I think she, uh, Samantha B has apologized and backpedaled, uh, because you know what, it, it's, uh, there had, there was like a, a shit, stor- shit storm dropped on her, uh, which would you, which you would expect. I mean, if you expect the whole Roseanne thing, you can expect it with this as well, but I just find it odd and maybe maybe it's just me because uh Well this I is think... more along the lines of like Colbert's cock holster joke though. Yeah, I guess, but I think uh, a lot of people are, are putting it in a um in a context of sexism. Like they're saying like Samantha B was sexist towards Ivanka for using that word and I, I just can't see it that way. Like I mean, like I no, mean, it's it, reaching. They're trying to use the liberal yeah. against them. I'm, yeah, and it, they're trying to be like a gotcha hypocrites kind of thing. But uh, yeah. you know, it's just like the N word. Uh, it's it's fucked up when you and me. Say <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, but, you're not gonna like if you hear that in a rap song. You're not gonna be like, oh my god, was he in the KKK? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like you know. And there's different schools of thought. Some people think we shouldn't say it at all. Some people think that white people should be able to say it uh, with no repercussion. Roseanne should have should have called Valerie James the N word and said. Um, but uh, uh, I think it's the same school of thought. I think like, of course, like that word can seems to only be used as an insult, a gendered insult specifically. Uh, unless you're in like the UK or Australia, uh, maybe I should get out of the habit of saying that word to them. I call I call guys that word though. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Just... I'll call a dude. I'll call a dude a cunt. <laughs> if I, just, I think I'm... he's a piece of shit, I'll call him a cunt. It's like the... I don't know. I just fucking love. I, I just love how that how the, how you brought that up. It's like maybe I should stop using that word. <laughs> yeah. Maybe <I> should... <laughs> um. <laughs> But, uh... I've been gradually cleaning up my language over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Every decade I get rid of a word. So I think, maybe I my think... 30s will be kind. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe you're still like you. I think yeah. you've used it like seven. Because times. I really like I really like calling dudes cunts. I really do. <laughs> it's my. <laughs> I think like like the English the English figured it out. We got to figure out how the British found a way to make that an equal opportunity slur. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I think and this is it's one of those things where just like uh, oh uh, you know how how could Samantha be be a feminist and attack women is like a absurd arg- argument I think e- it, like and especially when I hear this uh, when it came to um uh God who I'm her, uh, she's like I mean she used to be the uh, she used to work for the White House she was like the the face of um. Uh, the the Trump administration early days. Uh, and I oh, just, Kelly Conway. Yeah, Kelly and Conway heard her say, uh, you know, they talk about feminism and stuff like that, and yet they they uh, they uh, criticize women like me. It's like, yeah, because you're because you're because uh, your shit's weak. Your shit's you're spewing dog shit for an administration that. Uh, it's taken away is trying to take away women's bodily ant- autonomy and shit like that. So like, you know, it, it, so like, Ke- Kellyanne Conway, like people like her, are basically like the feminist equivalent of an Uncle Tom. I well, I mean, like, I think um, uh, Mich- to go back to the Michelle Wolf, uh, you at uh, uh, correspondence dinner. Uh, she she tried to come up with a phrase for that, and I think she just uh, it, her her what she landed on was Aunt Coulter, which, which is <laughs> a very underrated joke from that. They like, they only they only really uh, uh, focused on the eyeliner stuff, but uh, that was that was solid. Uh, but yeah, I think it's 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 this weird thing that and, and you know liberal men who usually call themselves feminists will say the same thing if they fuck up. Uh, is that, um, you know, you have to support women. You don't have to support, I, and, and, okay, take, take this whole thing with a great assault, uh, because here's my, my, uh, male white guilt coming back out. Uh, 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 you, you don't have to, to, if you're a woman, you don't have to support shitty women. That's the thing, it's like, uh, there, there's there needs to be a yeah you don't have to just because they're women they don't you don't have to defend them for every single fucking thing they do yeah if they're bad then like you got you call them out on it and if you know um uh yeah there 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 with everybody there needs to be a baseline respect of course when you approach everybody you come with a respect towards them as human beings. Then, once their actions start to form, you could form in your head whether or not you respect the person. And if if you're fucking up, if you're being a, being uh, awful, uh, you you don't uh, we you could so, the individual can can uh, think in their head whether or not they're gonna support. And this doesn't matter if they're uh, if they're part of your your group. And if your group needs support, yeah, sure. But if you're fucking up, if you're being shitty, the people of your group can decide whether or not you're worth uh, championing. 
So, yeah, it does. Yeah. So, so to say this argument, to say like what Samantha did, Samantha B did was inherently non non feminist. Uh, I think is is uh, disingenuous. Yeah. Well, it's it's also coming from people who don't even understand feminism. Well, it's from people who don't understand feminism and and are also against feminism like on on the whole they're uh, yeah they're, yeah that's like it's like you don't give a fuck anyway so yeah so yeah it's it's um but yeah like that's the fuck and you know i i hope she stays on the air i hope that uh samantha b i mean to be honest i haven't watched the show there's just so many fucking here's the thing i've been trying to uh go back i've been trying to dial back on um uh, uh, political satire shows because it just seems honestly like it seems like most of it is um the same kind of commentary. Like I think we we've, we've discussed this before. It's like I I I'm try I want to get back into stand up, but I don't think I'm ever gonna do any jokes about Trump that aren't like Dilly. Because what there's a there's a little bit in one of my jokes where I I make fun. Of that's fucking it like but because i think like trump jokes are easy and in the age of twitter there are 50 people with better fucking jokes about donald trump whatever he does yeah 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 if i get him back into stand-up i want to do more silly baseless shit like nothing with any meaning to it really (laughs) 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 which which makes it sound so fucking shallow and maybe but also, I think uh, it's it's important for. But that's, uh, I, I think that's kind of needed. I don't think, uh, I think with comedy, I think at, in this area, I think we need to be a little bit more loose about it, a little bit more goofy, yeah. and not not everything needs a fucking social commentary to it. Yeah, yeah. But also, I think um, I think people need to comedians need to understand what kind of comedian they are, and um, uh, um, what they're. If if it's social commentary that they're best at and like uh Hari Kanabalu, I think is a funny comedian who does a lot of social commentary. Uh yeah, do that. But if you're not, if you're just a silly guy like uh John Mullaney doing weird stuff. Like, um did you watch uh what was it, Good Kid or or Gorgeous Kid or something like that? Gorgeous Kid, kid. yeah, gorgeous. gorgeous Kid Kid yeah. Gorgeous. And we we actually yeah. kinda got into a little argument. I think I, I said like Fuck you! That's not what it's called because, uh, <laughs> yeah. because that's what was called the comeback kid, and uh, that's how that like I just thought like oh you just got jumbled in your head. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I I apologize. You were right. Uh, I still think you're big. <laughs> the thing is, you didn't say it out loud, so now I'm thinking like when we're talking about it, like that whole conversation. You're thinking in your head like this dude's a fucking idiot. <laughs> just, just shut the fuck up. It's not kid gorgeous. <laughs> uh but he has uh at the like uh but at the end of that especially as his only commentary about trump is that uh it's like uh letting a horse loose in a hospital and uh i can't do the joke justice like look at just look it up i'm sure like somebody has a youtube clip on it or better yet watch the whole fucking thing it's hilarious uh but but for the most part he just does uh silly Almost classic comedy stuff, and maybe I'm just saying that because he's wearing a suit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, 
Or like uh, Tom Segura. Like, I really love his style of comedy, too. More just grounded, yeah. laid back. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to get back into him. There hasn't been really a comedian. I'm, I'm sure there's, like, a smaller comedian, but not, like, one of the bigger ones that just does one-liners. Like, I think Dimitri Martin was, like, the last one, but he hasn't, like, been on the scene that much, uh, really. So. Um, but, speaking of Netflix comedy specials, uh, let's get into, uh, and this is kind of something I want to do regularly, which is just, uh, reviewing, uh, Netflix comedy specials, because there's a new one every week. And, uh... I don't know, it's hard to keep... Tra- I haven't watched any of them. Yeah. I, I think Tom Segura's was the last one I watched. Yeah. And uh, I still need to watch the Ali Wong one, which is, uh... Which is funny. I watched the the one she did before, which in which she was pregnant. And this last one, she is pregnant as well. So I'm actually wondering, if she is she only going to do stand-up specials uh, when she's when pregnant? When she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay. It has to be. Is she gonna make that a shtick? Like she's like, I gotta get pregnant again. Cause <laughs> yeah, I need to work. I need to make. <laughs> I need. To, we need yeah. the money. We need to pay off the mortgage. Um. Okay, but okay. So the first one, uh, we're gonna. T- I'm gonna talk about two here because you didn't watch these, right? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I've oh, yeah. been on the Marvel binge, so it's like fucking coming yeah. out of a coma. <laughs> <laughs> um. But um. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, from two two people that you can't not say that they're legends. Uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short uh, did a comedy special together called About Steve... Uh, um, uh, not, this is like... Not about. This is uh, me Googling the name of it. But uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. An evening you will forget for the rest of your life. And they... and. You know, I think the most I can say, like, uh, boil it down, like, if you like Steve Martin and you like Martin Short, they're Steve Martin and Martin Short, like, uh, they're doing their shtick, they're doing, uh, um, you know, Martin Short is, like, incredibly energetic and, uh, frankly, sometimes annoying. And Steve Martin. <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love the fuck out of Martin Short, even when he's annoying. Yeah. I probably like him more when he's annoying. <laughs> yeah, well, interesting. Like, I like him too, but like, I can't not. I can't deny that he's. he's, he's he, he, and I'm sure he's not really like that in real life. I'm sure he's like a little more. He's more toned down, and I'm sure he's like a very. Uh, uh, um, intelligent. I, yeah, I don't even think there's anything that I could. Anyway, I could say, like, he's not an intelligent person from how he acts. Like, he, he's a comedy genius, and, uh, but I, I'm, I, uh, if he was always like how he presents himself on stage, I would fucking drown him. Oh, like, yeah. Same with Bo Burnham, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, Bo Burnham seems very introspective, too. He has a new movie that he directed coming out, I think, called Eighth Grade. About, just about a girl who's going through eighth grade. It, just, it doesn't look like there's any real hook or anything like that. She, he, he's just making. He just made a movie, directed, directed a movie about a girl going through eighth grade. And I think like, yeah, we Bo, Bo Burnham because he's like a really fascinating, talented guy. And the fact that he went like was one of the first guys who really utilized YouTube to its fullest potential now it's it's a fucking garbage fire but you know 
back then, like, yeah. But anyway, um, and you know, and, and like getting back to the special, like you have Steve Martin being uh, charming and sarcastic and uh, uh, also outgoing. But uh, um, one of my favorite bits in the show is like they explain uh, what a uh, uh, Hollywood compliment is. And it's basically you give them, it's it's basically just a backhanded compliment. It's like you insult somebody as a compliment. <laughs> so and and like and it's great because they're they're the best parts of the of the special are their repertoire. Uh, I think my least favorite things about it because they they break off at some point to do their own bits. Like Martin Short does uh, uh, um, a. Uh, a so-called musical bit, and then uh, Steve Martin does whole bluegrass thing. Like um, I don't know if you knew, like he's been playing bluegrass music, uh, like as a serious musician. Yeah, for, for, quite, for a quite a few yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's but it really works when they're together. Um, and uh, they they have a lot of set. They have a few set pieces in it. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah. I I think I would give it more like a, a three and a half stars. I think there are points, and maybe it's and I think it's another thing of uh, it, it. Steve Martin and Martin Short are. Uh, by the way, they missed an opportunity. I I'm stealing this joke because I saw it on Twitter, but uh, they missed an opportunity by not calling it Steve Martin Short. <laughs> uh, but uh. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of dated comedy. I, I mean, like, they're in their 70s at this point, I think. Like, late 60s, early 70s. So their, their sense of humor is going to lean towards, um, you know, times they were coming up, you know, like the 70s and 80s. So, uh, but yeah, I, I overall enjoyed it. It's a good hour of your time. Uh, and, uh, the other one was, uh, Tig Notaro's new special. Uh, so, I, I'm not sure I would call her a legend yet, but she's definitely, uh, one of the she's best. She's getting uh, up there, though. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely one of the best, um, uh, uh, stand-up comedians working right now. Uh, and the special's called Happy to Be Here. And... It's what it's one of those things that people complain about. Um, I think even Brian Posehn talked about it in one of his specials, where uh, comedians have kids, um, uh, talk like talk about their kids and like his, his joke was um, he doesn't he never wants to be that comedian. So if if I ever become the kind of comedian that talks about his kids all the time, I want you to punch. If you. If if I ever become the kind of comedian that talks about my baby, I want you to punch my baby. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Tignataro has two uh, young kids, and she spends a lot of the time either talking about. And by the way, I I, I I'm sure somebody's gonna make this into a lesbian stereotype. She also talks about her cats a lot. Her cat. She has a whole yeah. bunch of. Uh, material about her cat, which, frankly, if I still had a cat, I would fucking do a lot of material on. Cats, cats are amazing. Fuck oh, you yeah, if you don't absolutely. think so. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> bury you alive if you say anything bad about cats. 
that got you kind of seemed like you hated uh, your last cat, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think now because Kaylee, that big has, bulky motherfucker. Because <laughs> Kaylee, because because Kaylee uh, got him in the quote unquote divorce. Um, uh, so like, she'll send me pictures of him from time to time, and it's just like, ah. And uh, so like, yeah, she shit. He's shit in the middle of the room. And it's just like, oh, what a cute! Don't don't yell at him, because uh, I would have to fucking deal with him. Uh, but um, but yeah, do you it, get him on the weekends? No, I don't. <laughs> there is a thing you're not supposed to move a cat from place to place often because it, it fucks with them. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I'm true, yeah. Uh, but um, uh. The Tignataro special, again, very solid. Uh, I do think, like, you have to specifically uh, enjoy that kind of humor, because... T- and this goes into... And I'm, I'm just gonna do a spoiler for that special, because there's something I want to talk about, specifically towards the end. Like, you have to be into her weirdly dry and silly, is, is how I would say it. Like she does silly jokes, but um, she she her delivery is dry, and she does a a bit at the end where she's just like, hey, "Everybody, you wanna? I I have a special guest out here, uh, the Indigo Girls," and nobody comes out, and she just she does it. She does like, "Oh, you're not," <laughs> and then she's like, "You guys actually thought I had the fucking Indigo Girls." here <laughs> and this kind of bit goes on for like i two or like three or minutes like it's a long bit like at one point it's just like it's like if i said like the beatles are here and here they are <laughs> you got actually fucking believe you guys actually believe me and um and uh the pun- <laughs> and the punchline is and the end of girl girls were there Oh, <laughs> that's the punchline. Uh, um, and it's just—it was one of those routine. It was one of those bits where it's just like, um, it's plausible that the Indigo Girls would come and be part of the special, but also like the Indigo Girls are a big enough group that it's both plausible. They 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 have notability. So they could be like, because it's not some like, I would say like if it was Tegan and Sarah, it, it you'd be like, yeah, Tegan and Sarah are there. But the Indigo Girls are so big, they've been big, well, big in the folk rock circles of the 90s, uh, that it's both plausible and implausible that they would be there. Like it's uh, Schrodinger's uh, folk group. Uh... But yeah, I think that one was solid. I, I think I like that a bit more. I give that four. And the arbitrary star rating scale. Uh, but okay, I think... Um, but you were talking about... I, and it's something I found interesting, that you said you were going through the Marvel movies with your uh, significant other. Yeah, she's never watched any of the Marvel movies before, and then Infinity War came up. She heard me and a couple friends talking about it, and suddenly she just got, like, inspired to <laughs> want to watch Infinity War. And it's like, oh my god, you... I was, uh, at first I was like, well, f- 
you can just watch the key movies. Like, you can just watch yeah. the first Avengers movie and then maybe, like, Winter Soldier or something like maybe, that. Maybe the maybe ones Civil where War. Ever... Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, where you need to know this shit. But she's like, I can't do that. I have to watch all of them. I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking 20 <laughs> movies. So, yeah, we pounded it out in, like, a month. <laughs> <laughs> that seems exhausting. And we're... She she loved them all, but the fucked up thing is, by the time we went to see Infinity War on Tuesday, I think she had Marvel fatigue, <laughs> so she didn't fully like appreciate Infinity War. Now see see everyone keeps like saying like when superhero fatigue gonna happen? The fact that Marvel spread the movies out instead of some bearded guy sitting them down and making them watch all of them at once. That's how they stop from Marvel fatigue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their original, their original, their, that was their original plan. They would just it's have you go to everybody's house and sit them down and watch <laughs> all of them. So they ended up, so they end up hating them. Uh, but what's, uh, what's, because you said something, she said something about seeing the Infinity what, what was her reaction towards Infinity Wars specifically? <laughs> she, uh, she seemed like she overall liked it. She's just kind of burned out and watching so many movies. <laughs> um, but, like, but at the end, the, and spoiler warning if nobody's seen Infinity Wars, but at the end, like, when uh, Thanos snaps his fingers and, you know, everybody starts fading away, like, well, everybody started fading away, and she was, she's like, whispered to me, she goes, like, what's going on? I was like, Thanos snapped his fingers, he's killing half the universe, and she goes, oh, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, uh... <laughs> Now, did we talk... I think we, we briefly talked about Infinity Wars. I don't think we got into... Well, I mean, briefly. I think we did, like, ten fucking minutes on it. Uh, but we did... Well, there's a lot like, to talk about in that movie, yeah. though. Oh, fuck but... yeah. Um, I think the fact... And I think, like, a week later, I'm just like, okay, I found a fucking rant in my head that I want to do, but uh, I, I'm, I've since, like, slowed down. Still have the same opinion that fucking people who... Who championing population control don't actually understand what rhetoric they're actually going for. But I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's, I, I, I think it's one of those things where I, um, in my mind, I connect population control and eugenics together. Uh, because fucking, that's what we fucking did. We try to yeah. control the population by sterilizing people we deemed uh, undesirable, and Hitler was just like, "You know what? That sounds like a good plan. I'm uh, I'm going to do that on a different scale. I'm also going to I'm also going to uh, borrow your whole like killing Native Americans thing. You you mind? You mind? I'm just going to do it anyway. I'm just going to assume you're okay with it. Um, but yeah, that's were, uh, were we actually carrying it out? Because I know that pop that philosophy was getting getting popular. I want to say like, like then, the, but we we actually took action on it though. I want to say in like the 1900s, and there were several pe there were several people who were forcibly sterilized uh, because they didn't reach a uh, intelligence thing. Or I want to say I. But it wasn't like a it wasn't like a government policy or a federal policy no, it was. or anything in that. Oh, it was holy shit! I think on a small scale. I don't think, and maybe I'm. This is another thing of maybe I'm fucking wrong because. But I'm pretty sure um, um, American eugenics, uh, and this is like this this from the Wikipedia. 
Um, so let me see. Immigrant restrictions. Uh, see, the American eugenics movement was rooted in biological determinist ideas of Francis Galton. So I'm um not. I, uh, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you know, I'm gonna do another Google search. Is uh, United States eugenics sterilization? There we go. And um, ah, article of Uni eugenics in the United States. Compulsory sterilization. 1907, Indiana passed the first eugenics-based compulsory sterilization law in the world. Uh, 30 U.S. states would follow their lead, although the law was overturned in Indiana's uh, Supreme Court in 1921. Holy fuck, they had, like, what, 15 years of this shit? Um, the U.S. Jesus Supreme Christ. Court. Yeah, this is like, oh, I should probably get more fucking educated about this, how the fucking atrocities. Yeah, I did. I looked into, I looked into it quite a bit. I didn't know anything was actually past that. I thought it was just a philosophy that started to get yeah. some momentum, uh, but just never... And then there's a whole other section of um, United States uh, compulsory sterilization. Uh, yeah, and they did it for the intellectual... Who they deemed to be the intellectually disabled. Um, I'm having a... I, I heard IQ. <laughs> early versions of IQ were put into this. And it's uh, unfairly targeted minorities because they didn't, they don't have, they didn't have, and to an extent don't have uh, the same opportunities in terms of education that we do. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like uh, oh, they, especially back then, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So it says here, um, it was uh, were uh, the principal targets of the United States uh, sterilization program were the intellectually disabled. And the mentally ill, but also targeted under many state laws, the deaf, the blind, uh, and people with epilepsy. And people with physical disformities. So, fuck, that's, um... This is gonna be a bummer to write out on, uh, this podcast. <laughs> we started with the, 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 uh, uh fun news racist of... Roseanne. Being racist Yeah, racist Roseanne <laughs> went on to, uh, the C-word and then, like... But, um, yeah, I mean, like, that, I mean, I, I think, and, and that's the thing, is, like, that's why I'm always, like, people throw around, and it's, I, I know they're not serious, but they say stuff like, yeah, uh, stupid people shouldn't be allowed to, to breed, and it's like, we had a fucking program for that, uh, it was fucked up, and it targeted people unfairly, uh, and, you know, even if you're not, like, um, um, hey, um uh, even if, even if you you think like in specific even if you think the program should be implemented which is fuck you but um how like what's the criteria and and how i, I mean you know i'm not even going to make the fucking argument it's a a violation of people's uh rights so fuck you yeah guy got really indignant right there <laughs> like for something I didn't even expect to be like, uh, uh, oh, we'll just see it like this, and this is like reading like something I kind of knew, but didn't really know the extent. Uh, which is why I should fucking read. I shouldn't just be like, 
I'm such a fucking idiot. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, um, that I, I, I hate. I'm just worried about the whole population control arguments. Is, do you like think that. that's carrying momentum now, though? I mean, I know there's a lot of people that fucking thinks that shit, but I don't think anything will I, ever get passed, though. Uh, probably not. Um, to be cynical, it's gonna, like, uh, politicians feed off of people who are uninformed stuff like that, so that's not it, but it's also uh, leads to education not being funded and shit like that, and like here's the thing, like I, I did hear like a good way to do population control that doesn't trample people's rights is just through fucking education, like you know you, you, um uh, teen pregnancy is shown like in areas that do comprehensive sex education is lower than uh areas that do just abstinence only education like yeah just give give people the tools to to understand reproduction to understand uh how to plan their they their... should just they should just be taught that kids fucking suck <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that's not gonna. Well, here's the thing: that's not gonna stop them from having sex. Like you're, you're like, yeah, we know kids suck. I still want to fuck, <laughs> and they're teenagers. They're horny and stupid. Just tell yeah, them like, like, fair enough. <laughs> like condoms are a good thing. They they feel a little weird, but uh, hey, Susie, uh, here's an IUD. I don't know if they can. Uh, I don't know if how young kids can i probably shouldn't talk about teenagers getting iud's <laughs> probably shouldn't like dwell on like uh the specifics of teenagers contraception <laughs> but uh yeah but anyway um <laughs> anything else you have to say about um, I I had something on the tip of my tongue. I lost it though, so I'm not gonna try to bring. <laughs> all right, it's gone. <laughs> okay, all right, it's gone. Um, okay. Uh, I guess this wraps up this episode. Uh. Yeah, so, I yeah. think we're pretty much done here. Yeah. Uh, I guess until uh, we'll next time. Yeah, we'll, uh, next time in o- October. Uh, we'll this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will be moving soon, though, so I'll be pretty busy. But I'll try to squeeze on some podcasts when I can. Yeah, well, I'm I'm actually moving too. Oh, I'm, nice. Uh, Where are you moving, moving to? I'm moving back to Waterloo. Uh, well, to Waterloo. Oh, um, so I will be in your area, I suppose. Uh, and we don't have to do it through this uh, feckless. Uh, Audio cunt of a this feckless cunt of a program. <laughs> In which, but I, I, by the way, I didn't uh, comment on this during the recording. But um, were there times when you heard my my voice slow down? Um, no, it just cut out completely. I think there's a delay though because I'd laugh at something, but like you wouldn't hear it until 
like a few seconds later. You, like you yeah. didn't react to it, so it sounds like I don't get your joke until like, thirty seconds later. You sound like a fucking idiot. Who's... Yeah. <laughs> There's that scene. Do you remember that scene in uh, Black Panther where they're in the casino and uh, uh, they they Okoye is attacked by the three guys at first, and she throws one over the balcony onto like a craps table, and uh, T'Challa. Turns around, but he turns around. It seems like takes like two, like three or four seconds to like after like a guy was thrown off of a ledge and uh, like bam onto a craps table. Like you're the Black Panther, no, your reflexes should be better than this. I didn't notice that. <laughs> he had a slow reaction to it though. <laughs> okay. Um... So, uh, go onto the Facebook page, uh, to, uh, to, uh, keep up with the episodes, uh, cause we don't even know when they're gonna come out. Um, and, uh, subscribe to the sound. They're now on page. iTunes also. Yep, they're on iTunes. Go to iTunes. Go to Especially Not Genius on iTunes. Subscribe to us there. Uh, leave a rating and, uh, review. Uh, if it's good. You know, even if it's bad... I'm just interested in uh, what your bad review of this is. Well, it's, if it's especially if it's terrible, I really want to hear people's opinions on you. Yeah, if on they me. think it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> just you. I don't. <laughs> you don't want them to talk about talk shit about you. You just want to hear. No, no. <laughs> well, why would it, I mean? Why would I want them to do that? That's me. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be really suspicious if like one of the reviews says this. Josh Pfizer, Fickless Cunt. It's like... <laughs> I'm going to start calling people that on a regular basis now. <laughs> Even cashiers at the store. Thank you for my change, you Fickless Cunt. <laughs> you got, but you got to say it like, really positively and give them finger guns yeah. afterwards. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, uh... But yeah, yeah that, that's where you can find us on the things. Uh, thank you, everybody. Good night.